Alright, what's up guys? <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the Puckish Podcast. That is, if you still don't know yet, P-U-C-K-I-S-H. That's very um, enthusiastic introduction. <laughs> oh, I felt the energy, man. <laughs> thanks, energy thanks. flow, flow I've been, through I've me. been holding back for the past few weeks just for this how, special <laughs> intro. How does it feel to finally release all the energy? Uh, a bit underwhelming, but uh, <laughs> I, I we'll, we'll go with it. So yes, so today we're here with uh, YJ and Nigel and myself, Finn. Yay. Yay, Finn. And today's episode, we're going to talk about something that has been in the news recently, which was uh, the portrayal of LGBTQ characters in Mediacorp's show, My Guardian Angels. It's a Channel mm. 8 show. And yeah, so Mediacorp has gotten some stick for... Their possibly, I mean, insensitive uh, portrayal of some of their characters in the show. So we're going to talk about, you know, what we feel about it and where this is possibly coming from. Whether it's a societal way of looking at it or whether it's just, you know, bad script writing. (laughs) (laughs) I think a lot. I think it's probably both a lot of the times. But yeah, that's... I think there were... Wait, so I'm confused. There, it seems to have that. It seems that there has been two different scenes or two different incidents that has happened yeah. regarding yeah. this. So, are they from the same show? Yes. Yes. Okay. So, so I, there, there, there are two subplots that I think uh, were the were the ones that caused a stir. The first one being, uh, there were parents of this uh, guy who were concerned that their son might be in a relationship with a boy. And then eventually they find out that he's with he's dating a girl, right? And then they were kind of they, they didn't approve of the girl, but they were kind of relieved that at least he was dating a girl and not a boy. <laughs> yeah, I think it was something along those lines, or he was just a heads yeah. up that none of us have actually watched this show. <laughs> yeah, another heads up that we are all straight and we sh- probably shouldn't be talking about this, but <laughs> but nonetheless, no, no, we we can talk about this. But I mean, yes, these are these are some context that we we need to yeah, set okay. aside. We that's didn't true, we didn't true. watch the show. We this yeah. is we read about it. Uh, to be honest, like you know, we probably had to have to watch the entire series to get the full context of it. Right, yeah. don't, don't, don't torture me. Don't we won't torture <laughs> ourselves. But yes, you know, there's a there's a lot of time that we could spend watching uh paint Better dry or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's but, not assume that it sucks. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I mean, I'm making that assumption. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the that's based based on the uh, previous media cop shows. We decided to yes. give it a miss and just read what people were saying online and read read their apology online. Yeah. So the first the, that's the first subplot. Uh, and media cop came out with uh this apology or or rather, uh, this is what they said. I uh, said it depicted the overly protective mother spying on a son and eventually finding out that he was instead interested in a girl who lived nearby when she expressed her disapproval with his choice the father character responded that she shouldn't that she, she should just be glad that he was interested in a girl so Mediacorp says this scene reflected the parents attitudes and reactions and this storyline aims to depict the real life struggles some parents face in communicating with their children on topics such as relationships and sexual orientation hmm. so what do you guys think about that like I in my opinion I think that that is more real. That is that is pretty realistic because I think that yep. a lot of us come from uh, conservative backgrounds. The parents are more conservative, and there's something that 
do parents do wor- worry about. I mean, based on my interactions with my friends who are gay, that's one of the biggest issues they face, right? The how to come out to their parents, and we do have that quite hurt quite often. I think. What do you guys think? I mean, I I think personally, I I I. <laughs> I had something similar happen before when I was a bit younger, where my With mom, your yeah, yeah, my mom thought <laughs> I was uh, gay, <laughs> and then, and then, uh, because I was in a boys' school, and you know, uh, but she sent you to a boys' school. Yeah, she sent me to a boys' school, so maybe she was regretting her decision. But no, but she didn't actually. She didn't actually say it. But uh, based on what she, I, okay, I can't actually remember what she said, but. She said uh, something along the lines of, "Oh, you know, like, uh, you know, eventually you you go and you know, hopefully you go and see girls and date them and blah blah blah, like, you know, um, being in a boys' school and then sort of hinting like, oh, you know, being in a boys' school, some some people do tend to become gay. That's what she that's what um she mm-hmm. sort of uh, alluded to. <coughs> so that there was that uh initial fear." That I I sort of gathered from her, so I I do think that these things do happen. Yeah. So it was quite it's quite. Really yeah, when I first. When I first heard about this incident, I was thinking like, this sounds like a very normal interaction that, a lot of kids face in their when in their grow when they are growing up, because, a lot of, I think especially, mothers. From my experience, they they fear their son, they fear not having a grandson. Like I think that's a big a yeah. big part of it. Um, I maybe I think it's mm-hmm. it could be like a Chinese cultural thing also because of of that whole like you want to have a grandson. It's a um, it's a it's a goal as a as a mom to have your son have a kid, and being and not liking girls. It's like straying away from that and I thought it was such a like a normal thing so I wonder what I wondered what the big fuss was about like in terms of that portrayal um, but I get why mm. there are people unhappy about it because what I thought was normal I think it's something that is that we should have evolved to accept a lot more by now that people have different preferences and choices and not showing that is definitely yeah. something um i think showing that pe- that that kind of choices have changed should, should be something that media corp should should be trying to do more often yeah it goes back to our discussion about how uh whether media corp has a has a duty to to reflect whatever society thinks or to to actually you know mm. challenge the thinking right if you keep normalizing uh, this this kind of uh, uh, content, then then you're showing that you know these these mindsets are acceptable when yeah. when they're not, right? And I think part of, but we, I think we must also see what MediaCorp's job is. What is what is MediaCorp's role in terms of being that media agency for? Is it? Wait, so MediaCorp is is it a government agency? No, 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 it's not. We cannot say that 
If not, can I puff ma? Okay, it's not a government agency. What no. what is MediaCorp like? It's it's such a confusing it's a, it's thing. It's a public to me. service broadcaster. Yes, I mean, it's a yeah. public broadcaster. So in a way, yeah, yeah. So in a way, uh, basically, IMDA has a set some set guidelines for public broadcasting. Yeah, uh, it's called public service broadcast, and and some of these guidelines include uh, you know, promote positive social values. Uh promote racial and religious harmony, promote the Singapore identity, which is a bit vague. Uh, You know, stimulate stimulate knowledge and learning, including factual education programs targeting children, youth, and general population. So basically, positive images of Singapore, you know, like social cohesion, uh, things that reflect the Singapore identity. So what does that mean? What does Singapore identity mean? What set of values fall into the Singapore identity? Because... As we know, there's there are diverse sets of values that everyone has, and some things that we may feel are, you know, clearly right. A lot of people feel that is wrong. Yeah. So, that's the that's the gray area that 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 these guidelines set uh. So, I think okay. How about we talk about the second the second more uh controversial plot. Yeah. More troubling. <laughs> yeah. The 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 this is the one that caused more more of an issue where uh basically there was uh it w- involved a male basketball team coach hmm. that was preying on one of the male members of the team. Mm-hmm. And I think later on he gave him an STD. Yeah. Because the boy was so they found a, with some sores right in his mouth or something. Yeah, so they had a relationship and then he, he passed him an STD. And the media corp said that they addressed that and they said the, the intention and overall message of the subplot is to encourage young people to be aware of potential dangers and not be afraid to speak up and protect themselves. And they also said that, you know, they've actually portrayed uh, pedophiles spraying on young girls in other dramas. So they were trying to say like you know that that this is not just because he's gay mm. but mm. what what i i mean they apologized they said there was no there was no intention to depict the lgbt community lgbtq community in a negative light mm. i feel like because the the portraying lgbtq community in media culture is something that's new like it's something that wasn't there when we were back when we were growing up and watching TV yeah. right it was there were like flamboyant characters but not like you you the, the sexuality wasn't really addressed or talked about yeah. and yeah, now that they are now that they're kind of showing these characters it's a bit unfair also to put them in both scenarios to have a kind of negative way of representing them yeah or, I think no I was, sorry, I was gonna say that because well it's not only that he's a pedophile then also got the STD. Yeah. It's like, it's double, you know. It's a double whammy. And then he like, preyed on the, his student. There are lots, there's so many, so much negativity and negative connotations packed into this one gay character, which I think has, which I think is part of the issue also because I think previously like you mentioned about how um, gay characters are portrayed. Like even in, uh, we, we watched um, Army Days yeah. He was kind of portrayed like as a flamboyant um character and not explicitly saying that he is um gay or homosexual. It's just right. that he has different um qualities and I think 
that has that has been what we are used to in terms of the portrayal of these characters and and I think they should have done this character probably a, a bit more subtly and not pack so much negative like features into this one character because it was a bit too much to to do like even like a pedophilic gay character is also like a problem and then one with like STDs that he passed on to a a, a basketball player that he was coaching is yeah. is a bit too but much how like. about what what if they portrayed it I'm trying to look at it from the other point of view right if they portrayed a gay relationship like let's say two players in the basketball team were in a relationship and they normalized it do you think yeah. I yeah. personally think, right, that might have still been people having issues with that. I yeah, I think that no matter what, yeah, on 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 media like on a public service broadcaster or or something along those lines, like no matter what you portray, you put a gay character there, then unless it's something that people like, like a like a typical stereotype, like what we saw on Army Days, like this flamboyant, like someone you can joke with, like best friends with the girls unless it's that kind of character that everyone is accepted has accepted then there won't be much complaint but if it's someone that actually some character that actually deals with proper real life issues I think people still find it hard to accept and there will definitely be some like comments about it but I think what should have happened is probably even though any I feel anything they do there will be some comments but at least try to push a discussion forward or like a better thing to forward to 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 push the discussion into a better place and not like use the opportunity they have or this character that they have thought of doing and to and to put in a negative light. I mean there's so they can do so much better in terms of making the 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 discourse so much better. Maybe did, maybe yeah. if there was you know, you have you have if if this sub this plot about the pedophile and the, the basketball team, yeah. and then you have another character that is gay, but in a more normal relationship, a more normal gay relationship, then you can then they can argue that that's they have they have portrayed it in both ways, right? It's not you know you <laughs> have then, you have a normal, but then you're like, oh, it's oh now there are two gay relationships, in and that's not a Singapore identity. <laughs> then it's like, oh yeah, you know this this doesn't represent <laughs> this doesn't represent our demographic of people, but. That's it's it's tough for MediaCorp also because yeah. you want to portray you want to try to be inclusive and portray a, a diverse way diverse range of lifestyles and people right to yeah. promote a Singapore identity wherever yeah. that is so you know all these calls for portraying uh, homosexual characters but unfortunately they chose to portray both in kind of a negative light which is un- which I personally feel is unfair because it's like the same like minority representation, right? If you portray yeah. a minority in the negative, all the minorities in negative light, then it's like, they're not really doing any, anyone any favours. Mm. Also. Yeah. Like, what, what do you guys think would be a positive portrayal of a I, homosexual I, I, character? I don't, okay, I don't have an ideal portrayal, but what I've been watching recently was this show called Kingdom. Uh, and it's an MMA show. So it's a show about, like full of uh, testosterone filled uh, fighting fighters and things like that and, and and you know the kind of environment that they are in right but they have the uh, there's this character <clears throat> that Nick Jonas actually plays and he's part of this family a fighting family and 
the fact that um, uh, in the first season, right, you see him say words like, I don't want to be a faggot or I am embarrassed that people will find out that I'm a faggot. And he uses terms like that. And we all know that it's very um, troubling. But then over the course of three seasons or two and a half seasons, you sort of see him develop into uh, uh, accepting his own um, himself. Yeah, his own sexuality. And also rediscovering that, you know, this is okay. And he... For, for everyone else no for him to accept that everyone else will be okay he needs to be okay with himself so mm. if you just watch just that one episode where he says the word faggot right then it's very problematic but then if you take it into its entirety and you see his development as a character I thought this is what uh, uh, portrayals of gay gay people could be lah, because you see them first uh hating themselves and then coming to accept themselves and coming to to accept that you know maybe people could be okay with me and my, the people closest to me could love me still and and you really see that and and I, I thought it was very inspiring like, actually and I thought immediate why why doesn't you know why don't people in in the creative industry here why don't they develop more nuanced characters like that hmm. yeah it could be like like you mentioned a good point that that we are in this kind of culture now that a lot of things can be take very easily taken be very easily be taken out of context and be labeled like cancelable. Mm. Like you like you were saying, if if they took out a line from Nick Jonas's character about yeah. how he said the word faggot and then they yeah. I can really see like the BuzzFeed article about it. Like Nick Jonas said this, this, this. Yeah. Um then people like start hating on him. I think we've seen that in like for some other people also that they take things out of context just to um, push a certain opinion or argument on it. Um, but I'm not sure if this happened for Mediacorp's show, um, the Gu- A Guardian Angel. But I think even with the title, you kind of know that, <laughs> <laughs> that things won't go so well for the, the homosexual guy. Um, yeah. Wait, so who is the guardian angel? Did the guardian angel protect the coach no, from the, my guardian the player angels. from the coach? So my guardian maybe, angels. Maybe that, I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> honestly, yeah, honestly. <laughs> but it's... I don't know. I wish that the guardian angel could have been that character instead. Like the coach. They would have shown like a better... There would be, have been a, been a better way of showing like a gay character as someone who's... Pr- can be protect can be someone who protects also yet someone who loves other like loves other people from the same sex mm. i think okay. that could be a better the, way to the, show it the show the show uh plot that they they, they gave was actually it revolves around the lives of three women who become single mothers so i think my guardian angels refer <laughs> to the single mothers and okay i mean that there's a there's a step in the right direction ish because you know, previously, uh, in shows they used to show single mothers as not having yeah. a hold on things, and and things like that. So I guess they were trying to portray single mothers in a positive I, light. But yeah, mm, it feels they like they don't have to. I, yeah, it, it, it for that it definitely has been a step in the direction. I remember the, like single mothers portrayed in the way that this character has been portrayed before. Alcoholic or what? Like not alcoholic, like like oh. sometimes. I I I'm not sure which show or whether I've seen it before. Like the single mothers can be portrayed as irresponsible, mm. unwanted. 
Um, there's this whole narrative about a single mother and now that they have, it has been transformed into a guardian angel sort of character I think that that is a step in the right direction for for a role in society and I hope that things can move forward for for um, gay characters in that sense to to change because um, I'm sure when they portray single mothers in that way they probably got some backlash also yeah. Would you would you guys think that if uh you know how we talk about normalizing characters, normalizing alternative lifestyles and, and yeah. things like that? Uh if you if they were to portray these characters as the the same way they would portray a heterosexual relationship. So it's like maybe their sexuality is not even brought to the forefront of mm. the story. Right. It's like Oh yeah, so this is my boyfriend. Like you know, yeah. like something no, like no that. No drama, no nothing behind it. No backstory. Just oh yeah. That is my if boyfriend. if they were ju- they were just like any other character, and they so happen to be gay. Yeah. Now that 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 that's what I would consider normalizing, right? Because you are just making it exactly the same as how it was if you were in a heterosexual relationship. Yeah. Is that something that, if let's say people don't accept it, but you continue to portray it? In, you continue to, continue to normalize it because you feel that that is the right way of looking at it in inverted yeah. commas like right you know it's right to not discriminate then you're already I mean whoever is making the show you really have an agenda right to to, to say yeah. that which then brings us back to the the public service broadcast guidelines <laughs> and what that that reflects because if if we are generally a more conservative nation that holds values that are more religious and less favor- favorable to homosexual relationships, then if public broadcast platforms have to promote these values, therefore they should not promote these values because in general we are still conservative. Mm. So by by them portraying it in in this way, are they actually just, you know, following the guidelines? Because they are not promoting it in a positive light. Yeah, I think it's definitely coming down to them following guidelines. I think that from what I've seen so far, that has been the main overarching um, direction like, yeah. for, for for them. Like, I feel any character that comes out of that, of of any, sh- any character that comes out from these shows are all like guidelines, all follow the guidelines, like tick this box, tick this box, tick this box. Yeah. Um, like, and the best way for them to be creative is probably probably to work around those guidelines, the best way they can. Um, mm. but I, I know that comes down to like our previous episode. Like, why don't we watch Media Corp as much? Because we are just so tired of the same thing, over and over again. I think the best shows that we have watched are things that are new. A newer, well, at yeah. least challenge some some thinking that we already had. Before. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I mean, uh, okay, la, I I was I was actually looking through some of the uh, comment sections in some of the uh, a pro supporting three seven seven a pages, right? FB pages, and then they were they were sort of saying that how we they are not they are okay with. A lot of them are actually okay with uh, uh, LGBTQ community doing whatever they they do in the bedrooms. They don't really care about that. 
they are just very afraid that you have this uh, that you portray this behavior in in a in a wider uh, circle which is media right so mm. that's why they are they are f- they are very insistent on having these uh, uh, public service broadcast guidelines because they don't want this beha- this behavior to to say that be normalized okay, you know, yeah they are just worried that their children will be like, oh, okay, maybe I can explore this route as well. Yeah, I think... But, yeah, it's it's a flawed argument. I mean, obviously, because we... It's it's the whole nature versus nurture argument, what? Yeah. Which neither side can, can really, you know, uh, convince the other side about. Which one is right or wrong? Yeah. I, I think uh, in terms of, like, the conservative Singaporeans and the coming from the religious perspective also how uh homosexuality is seen as a sin uh mm. like like christianity for example would say that you know it's, it's seen as a sin alongside a lot of other things that are sins also like lust and, and things like yep. that Gambling. so yeah and, and it's it's um so i personally know people who or i've, I've even watched some videos of people who are christian and gay yep right and so it's then they, then they, then it's kind of uh, divided because ultimately it boils down to the person's relationship with with God, right? And then yep. in the in that in that scale of things, like only God can judge them. But then I kind of see like two ways um they they go. One one way is like they continue being gay and being in a homosexual relationship, but then they still like go to church and they are they they still believe in God and and Christ and everything like that. And the second way is they feel that they their homosexuality is a natural human urge to sin alongside with their other urges to sin. Like because yeah. in Christianity everyone is a sinner, right? In in some in some ways. So they would try to suppress that urge to sin alongside the other urges to sin. Mm. So the 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 part where I I feel confused about, or I feel very troubled with sometimes is but you know if if you if you compare that to a heterosexual relationship where you know kind of in some ways what we would what like you know we designed for companionship and to be with someone and because you like someone of the same sex then you cannot have that companionship ever and to live your life like that believing that that your desire for that is wrong yeah and so that's that's where it gets Again, it, it's up to the individual, right? Because if the indi- if if the individual feels like they are they can be a better person that way, then who are we to say that that is right or wrong? Yeah, you know, and it's it's up to their it's up to their beliefs. It's just that in our point of view, we like oh, but we can't, can you imagine going your whole life without a companion, or like you denying a person love and denying yeah. a person this and that. That's how that's that's how um the conservatives l- kind of look at it, mm. right? Yeah. And the problem that they see by allowing, uh, okay, re- repealing three seven seven a is just the law that discriminate that I feel discriminates against two men having sex. That's the that's the law, right? That's, yeah, there's it's no not law way. against females. What's the what's three seven seven a? Just to put it out there. Uh, section three seven seven a of the penal code. Yeah, my, it's not. If you don't know about it, it just look it up. No, any no, any no, no. male person <laughs> who in public or private commits or abets the commission of or procures or attempts to procure the commission of it by any male person yeah. 
of gross indecency with another male person shall be punished with imprisonment yeah. for a term which may extend to two years. Yeah. It's only male and male. Yeah. Like, and this is a colonial time. It's yes. a law from the colonial times. Yeah. The, a British empire law. So, so like, our, I mean, Minister Shanmugam has openly said that no one gets prosecuted because of this. Right. Yeah. So, so no one in the like our history has been prosecuted because of it. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. So, in in my opinion, if no one has ever been prosecuted, then why do we have that law? Because it's just there to sh- scare, kind of criminal criminalize the act, and by repealing by re- by repealing the law doesn't change anything because you still can't get married. You you, you know it's still not like illegalizing gay marriage and stuff like that. So. Yeah. I don't I, I see the law is a bit uh redundant. It, has, is, it is it is kind of redundant, but also it will have this impact on people like, oh no, they 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 now they lifted a law, it's only a matter of time till they legalize the gay marriage. It's only a matter of time till till and then you know there's this fear yeah. that it will lead to this, this slippery slope uh, of slippery, yeah. yeah. I, I think that, that fear of something being normalized, which in this case it's homosexuality, is such a I know it's such a uh, I want to say stupid thing, but I. It's such a backward way of thinking, like mm. fearing something is being will be normalized. Like, okay, yeah, um, yeah. To me, it's just such a backward way of thinking, such a fearful way to approach something. I mean, I mean, okay. Expanding on that thought, right about the slippery slope. Let's say, okay, let's say we we, uh, repeal three seven seven a, then, uh the argument from the conservative side is that let's say you have to uh, churches will have to allow gay marriages or will have to sanction gay marriages or I mean what, what do you call that like preside over gay marriages and then uh, businesses uh, let's say cake shop would have to um, you know uh, make cakes for, for uh, gay couples so, or yeah, whatever yeah. and uh, you know uh, if you don't accept a gay uh, so if an openly gay couple walks into your shop an F&B business you have to serve them even though it's against your Belief. own beliefs so um, that those are the kind of arguments that I see from the conservative side and I, I've seen that in in the US as well where um, shops were sort of uh, I, I don't know what was the punishment but they were punished for not accepting uh, uh, for not having peop- certain types of people into their uh, you know patronize their establishments mm. so then there's the argument about that so do you what do you think about that actually you know what is that is that okay should we you know I think it's uh, you if you it's legalizing gay marriage is one thing then after you have the anti-discriminatory laws yep. which is which I don't, which I honestly don't think Singapore, Singapore is ready for like, that to that level yet. The mm. the anti like because like it or not, whether you're religious or not, there are a lot of people that are very religious in Singapore and yeah. you know uphold these very strong beliefs of uh, from their from their religious texts. So legalizing gay marriage and then saying that it should be allowed in churches or mosque or whatever it is, that's another, that's pushing it quite far, I feel. Mm. Like, you know, I, I still feel that uh, the religious group should have the right to choose to 
you know, practice what they believe in. Yeah. So, uh, whether it's recognized under law, so you can go and to to ROM. But that that doesn't mean you you that then it's up to the church's own, you know, up to their own discretion whether they want to allow a gay wedding in their church. That 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 should be enti- honestly that should be based on their own beliefs. So when it comes okay. to that's that's religious institutions and stuff. But what if it's like yeah, like you say F and B, like cake shop, or mm. like you know, and stuff like that. <sighs> Whether so difficult. It's it's so it's so difficult because you can some people can consider it the same thing as being racist. Yeah. Right. If you say that I I don't want to make a cake for like an Indian person or a Malay person. Mm. But in the uh, end, isn't it isn't it still like discriminatory? Yeah, it yeah, is lah. It, yeah, it, it is. It is. It is. But way. but you have you have to also understand the that conservative point of view because like in if you believe in these in a, in a religion like that and you know you don't want to condone something that is again it's it's up it's up to the individual and their relationship with their religion because some yeah. some Christians or some Muslims might be okay with doing it yeah. or you know it, it's it's something that. There is no black and white. I feel, even though you can say like, "Oh, the Bible says it's a sin" or, or something like that. But how you choose to treat your neighbor is different. How this, how they, what it, what it says in the Bible is different. Right. So it's like love your neighbor and everything. So it doesn't encourage you to, to discriminate. And and there are always like two schools of thought when it comes to 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 this to these things. Like you know, you accept people regardless. If if you are a cake business and you make a cake. Yeah, you're making you're making a cake for a person, but what he or she does, even if it's sinful, it's you're not discriminating against them. That's that's one way of looking at it. The other way of looking at it is like, oh, you're making a cake. You're encouraging. You're allowing what you is wrong to happen. What you feel is wrong to happen. So that's a super gray area that I feel. I'm you know, I really don't know where I stand on this. I feel like it should be on the on the shop owner to decide whether he or she wants to. You know, provide a service for the for the person when it comes to it. It's, yeah, it's also not impossible, you know, because another uh colonized country like India could repeal their three seven seven A. It's the same exact yeah. law that the British brought over, and they repealed it in twenty eighteen, on the basis that you that 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 we must respect people's privacy, lah. But the problem is that here, um, privacy is not a fundamental right. Uh, you know, uh, Singapore law does not recognize privacy as a fundamental right. So that that's the that's the issue. It's it's not that it's entirely like like it goes back to YJ's uh point lah. Is 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 quite outdated. Is the law is really outdated, right? And just because it's there doesn't mean that it should stay there because there are laws that have changed over time, right? So if India can do it, if Taiwan can do it, if you know, if all these like so-called conservative uh, Chinese majority or Indian majority countries can do it, then why not Singapore, right? Is three seven seven eight repealed in Britain? Uh yeah, in, yes, yeah, yeah. So uh, they they have civil marriages. Oh right, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. They have yeah, yeah. In Britain, civil they have unions. gay marriages. Yeah, civil um, unions and stuff. So, <laughs> like they brought it over to Singapore, and then we decided to keep it as a keep their welcoming gift until now even though they have dismissed it on their own it's just yeah I just can't get over how backward it is um, in terms of the cake thing 
I think that's just bad business on the cake. Mm. Cake uh, owner side. Yeah. Like just, I, I, I think, yeah, I feel that if in order to change public opinion on it, you have to do something about it. And it, and I I, re- I remember that you said something about gambling. It's a quite important point because they introduced gambling and then they introduced MBS and RWS casinos, right? That was deeply unpopular, you know? Yeah. Like people yeah. were saying that it would destroy families. Yeah. Right? But they did it anyway because for the greater good of the economy, right? For money, money, money. For tourism, money, right? So these are unpopular laws that were, you know, introduced oh. and now... It's okay. You know like, what's the issue here? That gay marriages or repeating three seven seven eight cannot be monetized. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think once it is, right? All of that will like, like, the, the, like people will probably think like, eh, like. I, know, that's that's why I feel it. like I feel like like the argument of so so there's uh Lee Sen Lung addressed this on like. I saw it like at least on two occasions, yeah. and one of it was the was at the Asia Public Lecture Series in SMU yeah. in twenty fifteen, where some someone from the crowd came out and asked him his view on like three seven seven A and gay marriage, and he basically said the same thing. He said like Singaporeans, uh, you know, they are not they, at the moment they they don't seem like they're ready, and we have to understand that we are we are uh, a conservative country. And many people will still be against it. So the government will have to make a change once he f- yeah. once it feels society is ready for the change. Mm. And the, the the fear that, you know, I can I can just go and say that the law we can appeal the we can approve that law and pass that law, but it's gonna be socially like very divisive and yeah. And I'm, so but, it's based on the assumption that it will be socially dis- divisive. Yeah. And it's based on the assumption that the government is just okay. The government now they're saying the government does something based on what the general population <laughs> think. But then, like what Nigel was saying, then there's a lot of other laws that were passed, a lot of things that were passed that didn't seem like it. Re- it really represented the <laughs> general population's yeah. interest, yeah. more for like economic interests or other stuff like that, right? So yeah, yeah. it it is choosing what it, you can you can always say like yeah, but you know the population is not ready for it. Mm. Yeah. <sighs> But even in so so he used examples like UK and US, yeah. and he said like you know people are still protesting gay marriage in US, and you know we do we do we really want that here? Like in the UK, people are still pro- like anti gay marriage in France. People are saying having protests about uh, gay marriage. So he's yeah, but in with in that same argument, you can say that there's so many people saying they want to uh, repeal three seven seven A and they want gay marriage. Right. Uh, uh, legalized, because uh, if you talk about a non, okay, you look, you look at it from even a non-religious perspective. If you, if there are two consenting adults that love each other, want to get married, you can't, you can't even buy a house in Singapore in the, in the BTO. Yep. You know, you can't even BTO. You have to wait until you're thirty-five and then buy yep. like. Then you know, there's there are a lot of things that aren't that benefits that you won't will never be able to get because you yeah. are gay. Yeah. You're not treated as a equal citizen. You're it's just tre- that yeah. the number of, I guess the population, the number of gay people in population, I don't know, is it not significant enough for them to think about this yet? Maybe like, well, one thing you talk about in terms of seeing how well accepted Singapore society is about gay marriages, is like, I think Pink Dot is a very good indicator um, you can see how many people like turn up to the event. You can see the, the amount of buzz surrounding it. And I think they, t- they played it very well until now. Like 
it's an event celebrating love and it's not so much um, um, protesting anything because I think if they did they'll get shut down anyway um, but yeah it's it comes down to a chicken and egg thing in terms of people, uh, people coming to terms with it like if if like the the government body doesn't say it's normal people will not say it's normal if they start thinking that it's a normal thing or something that we should do then people will start people will probably think more of that like the whole like MBS casino thing like people are so against it I remember seeing like like car stickers of people saying no in protest hmm, of yeah. the casino opening casino like that's the yeah, same yeah. right <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that so in, my, witty, in my school so witty but now a lot MBS, of parents posted that in my school MBS is the pride <laughs> The pride of the country. It's like one of the prides of the country. It's shown in Netflix shows. Um, Singapore social. Yeah, it's been touted Repeatedly. as a touted as a important tourism attraction because the government has chose to normalize it. And yeah. if they let it go and they use the same argument for three seven seven A, I mean we'll never have MBS because we'll never there'll be no like. There will never be it. But for I guess for the gay community, we have shown that we want it. We have shown that there are people that are looking for this non-criminalization from the repeal of 377A. But in terms of the gambling, like people were just straight out no. And no one really showed love, like, oh, we should have a, a what's the equivalent of a ping dot for gambling. Like that, mm. that would have never happened then. The, okay, the thing. The thing uh, is about the gambling community, right? Is that the they there was that there, there are already gambling uh platforms like Singapore Pools and all that, so I think that was they saw it as a natural progression, lah. The government. But I mean, like we have like gay clubs and and yeah, yeah, yeah. True. You know, I mean, it's a similar but thing. It's, like, it's more like oh, uh, you do your thing over there. You know what I mean? That's how we. I feel that we treat um the gay community uh, the LGBTQ community community. Yeah. Hey, but you know the 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 weird thing is that I have friends who are gay who are kind of against gay marriage also. Which is wow. interesting. Which is what, damn interesting. What's I, their I, argument? Religion, uh, They like they're Christian. But mm. so they're gay and they're Christian. And then like they, they think that, you know, that whole family unit thing and it's not the way that God mm. intended for society to it's, it's not the way God designed us yeah. mm. so so they see themselves as like you know they, they were up, they, they were born this way and then you know it's like they are, they are sinful in that way Whether, so they're inherently wrong uh. <laughs> yeah they, they feel but, that they're uh, sinners but but, they, but in Christianity everyone is inherently wrong so yeah, true, we are all true. born inherently sinners right, so right, right, right. In, in, in different aspects of it and then one aspect of it is being homosexual right so uh they, they they so they, they don't see that as as right but they then have their own they, they say like oh yeah my relationship with god is like 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 this and you know in the end god will judge me and so some of them choose to to Wait, carry on a gay relationship but with a christian person oh. so it, oh. it's it's like and i'm not saying that everyone is like this but there's a group yeah, of people yeah, yeah. that are like this yeah. also i i find that so interesting like how do they like yeah, navigate that in their own lives. Like it's I, super confusing. I find it. I find it very hard to to understand also. But I, but I what had, I got, yeah. Sorry, what, what what I got from it is that, 
ultimately when I ask them more and more questions or when I talk to people about it, they said, you know, we are all inherently sinners. So this is just one form of... Because we were all sin regardless. There's no such thing as like, uh, we stop sinning at some point. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. like, it's the... it's it's in you according to Christianity it's like we are we are constantly sinning and we are constantly like you know forgive yeah. you, for, you only stop sinning stuff. when you're sleeping yeah when you no, die no, no, you're when you die, when you die yeah. Yeah. sleeping also not counted yeah <laughs> yeah your existence is a <laughs> I, I, I sorry continue yeah so sorry so that that's why like at first I was I was really confused then when I un, when I listened to what they were saying and then they, they were like in, in the end, it's like, oh, it's between me and and, and God, just like mm. how everyone else has their own problems to deal with with sin and, and their relationship with God. So it's not saying that homosexuality is like this big of, like a, like a sin on this scale and then like stuff like anger or lust is like a smaller, on a smaller scale. It's like, it's all still the same sin. So that's the part that yep. I guess in some ways made me understand a bit more because it, so you can either choose to. Some people would choose not to act on it. Some people would be like, you know, I would, I would, I would still feel that God will accept me if I do this. But it's up to mm-hmm. them. So it's no, there's no one person to say that this is right or wrong. And different, maybe different churches believe different things also. It's all matter of interpretation, right? Yeah. So, there's so no why like, is there like gay churches and all that? Then, like, what, what? That, I don't. How do they I, interpret it differently? Like, gay-friendly churches, sorry, not gay. Yeah, yeah, I think they are gay-friendly churches. Uh, they have, yeah. well, churches that you know accept anyone to come in. Yeah. yeah. And whether they whether that results in them trying to convert them or something like that, I don't think. Uh, I think I'm sure there are some churches like that, but there are also some churches that just be like, you know, I think ultimately, you have they they just need to understand that. Like they will make it clear that you know what you're what you are doing is a sin, but then up, but it's up to you what you want to do with mm. your life, right? You can't say like totally suppress it <laughs> or don't suppress it, because both ways, you know, it's up to you how you want to deal with it. Yeah, it'll be so interesting to talk to someone like that who has that view where they are they're Christian and then um, yeah, a, does does he want to come on? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> no, there's actually a video online about this guy. I can't remember his name, oh. but it's uh he he was just talking about how he was gay or he is gay, but then he he but he was like sleeping around and stuff, and then he found God. Then he stopped acting on on those urges. Mm. But there's a lot of things there that I feel I felt was more than just being gay. It's like you know your he was very very promiscuous and things like that where even yep. in a heterosexual relationship or a person who is heterosexual you would be like that's that's like a lot of people to sleep around with you would think <laughs> la, like you know that's like so it's, it's maybe numbers. it's 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 not even like it's, it might be an addiction like a sexual addiction or yeah, something yeah. like that it's not it's not about being gay it's yeah, just, it's just yeah. sexual, it's sexual addiction, addiction. <laughs> 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 no which is which is the problem I feel that there's this there's this stigma with homosexuality and the sexual addiction like this right. they always uh, a lot of the religious points of views always kind of intertwine both of them yeah which true. which is the which is kind of a problem also yeah. because uh, I think the whole AIDS and HIV thing also in the past yeah didn't help them I mean yeah. didn't help <laughs> but yeah. yeah it it got mixed in with being gay and that added a lot of um, stigma to to the people's minds 
especially I think still in Singapore like we haven't really gotten over that but yeah I it's just I don't know I, I still find this topic very I don't think it's controversial I think it's very straightforward we should repeal this law but the societal nuances of it just too uh, it's I, too I, complex la. I think it's like there's so many things that you that okay. you have to consider I, and whichever I, way the government stands it's like it's gonna be controversial yeah yeah and I think people should I think that it comes from that like people don't think the country as a whole is not willing to take a stand I think that comes to the main point like if a the a large group of people is willing to to take a stand like large enough then i think it will the conversation will move forward but yeah and a, a lot of onus is on the government still yeah. because we're such a, a we're such a nanny state we, we listen to what they say and yeah. because yeah. we have no choice also and it's really up to them to take a stand if they wait they they can purposely say we wait for society's acceptance but we will not accept because the government has not told us that we should accept it. That's a, we, that's a good point. We yeah, it's accept, interesting. Yeah. yeah, we will accept anything the government tells us to because we, <laughs> we have no choice. <laughs> because let me, because let that's me what we're groomed <laughs> to be, right? Yeah. Anything all the government says is okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, let, really me just like, read, let me just read what, what uh, some some opposition leaders and what are the, I mean, we already know what the government has said, right? But our, uh, everyone's favorite uh, grandpa, Tan Cheng Bok, right, has said that he can't change people's prejudices. Okay, let's so so he got an E rating la. This is on a Vulcan Post uh article. And then uh for Pritam Singh, he got a B because he said something like uh <laughs> It's very Singaporean to grade people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Based on your views, right? So uh uh according to Mr. Singh, he said that uh the turning of three seven seven A into a political issue may worsen divisions in our society and he added that 377A has no effect on my affection and esteem for my LGBTQ friends. So, it's but still it's still not a, a stand that he took. He okay. just said that he has love for them. Who are but the this, a- this rating this rating is based on our, our left uh, point of view, right? Right. It's based on like a more yeah. liberal. Yeah. Scale. Only liberals dare to do it, <laughs> Yeah, it was a rainbow <laughs> scorecard by 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 some people who. Yeah, who in in conjunction with Pride Month that was last mm. month. I'm interested who is who is uh, our star so, student. So who got A was Kenneth Jaratnam, the <laughs> Mr. SHN. <laughs> oh really? But he's, yeah. uh, he's is he even considered a politician? I don't <laughs> he he is, he's no oh, don't 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 defame him, okay? He is. I'm just asking. He, Did Charles Yo say anything also? Yeah, so to back him up. <laughs> uh, no no. So uh Kenneth Jaratnam said that three seven seven is unconstitutional according to Article 12. And uh, the Article 12 says that it guarantees all people equality and non-discrimination before the law. Mm. So he has mm. a good point. Yeah. And he, sa- he added that um, 377 is archaic and it's out of step with other advanced nations. So and they grade them on how well they cite their view. Yeah. Oh, and one more thing to add also that he also said that we must maintain... No, so... um. Re- responding to re- uh, religious objections he said that we must maintain harmony and freedom of religious expression by being a secular society so I thought that was a good point mm. so as long because uh, the uh, government prides itself as being a secular you know Singapore prides itself as being a secular society so you have to you, by accepting all s- forms of expression or 
re- religious expression, you you just maintain a, a secular society, lah. Right. Then mm-hmm. you respect. You're respecting everything, what? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. So, Mr. Kenneth Jaranam got an A. <laughs> Congrats. <laughs> Alright. Yeah. Give you yeah. one star. <laughs> well, freaking Mr. Hypebeast, Grandpa, Tang Cheng. Okay, but I, I also saw the interview with, uh, with that Paul Tambaya did with Mothership. And then mm. they asked him about 3778 and he oh. skipped the question. Yeah. yeah. Then, yeah. Uh, Pretty Please interviewed Dr. Chi Sun Juan and yep. she asked him about, I think she asked him about 3778 or so. Yeah, he did. And then he, and then he said that something similar to what the government was saying is like we have yeah. to wait till society is ready yeah and I feel that based on based on that I think it's also a tactic right like you know you yeah. don't try to talk too much about it because they know it's gonna it's gonna be so divisive or like yeah. it's gonna really make people choose a side more yeah you don't really yeah. want that you really don't you you rather not comment too much on that because they understand that it's a it's a tough topic to talk about yeah yeah um Wait, but I'm, when I'm are just, we going to talk uh, about it? I'm just wondering, is there a ministry or something that that kind of like focuses on like, I guess it's like social development. Home no, affairs. Family. Uh. Maybe it? it's family and social development. MSF. Family. MSF. Yeah. Like we are still on the, the country as a whole is still a tr- on training wheels on so many issues. And it's like when you're riding a bicycle, then like your, your grandpa is still like holding you on the bicycle with training wheels. It's, I don't know some some issues. I feel you have to let society like fight it out and decide. Mm. Um, but we are, we've become a society where we like don't really have that right because of how we yeah. were brought up in that way. So yeah. when the government says you rely on society, like what you said, then the society is just like oh, but you know, we take lead from government. <laughs> mm. So then like it's just like no one's doing anything. But I do oh. feel that I do feel like it's just a matter of time till they. Till they repeal that, like till they repeal it. I mean, you know, church, yeah. you know what Pink Dot should do? They should make it <laughs> <laughs> a monetized event like F one. Can you imagine like the F one of the the gay world? No, like, you cannot be like, because because Pink Dot uh the the itself is actually a form of protest. That's why they have okay. to get permit to to even be on Hong Lim Park. So they can't even. I don't think they can. Okay, not like, not not pink dot exactly, but you know, like <laughs> some organization who is like, wait, we can make some money out of it, like, cause in Brighton where we live, like there was there was a um, gay pride parade, and people, I think people do come down to to watch. Like, yeah, what's yeah, going it's on. a big event, and people just come down from everywhere to yeah, participate and, and get drunk. <laughs> yeah, get drunk, like boost tourism, tourism dollar. Like you can see, like families <laughs> are taking pictures of like yeah, guys all the dogs. hotels all fully booked. Yeah, during the Pride Month, it's crazy. The, clo- the roads are closed. People from all over the country want to go to Brighton. All the gay people just go to Brighton. Brighton is known for the gay dollar. The like, gay dollar, wow! I think we should some organizations focus on the gay dollar. I think that's the key to getting 377 So Singapore it's should no, be the gay yeah. hub of Southeast Asia. <laughs> yes. No, you know, it's important to also highlight, right, that uh, the foreign foreign companies are prevented from supporting yeah. outrightly uh, Ping Dot. So yeah. uh, there's one, one big hurdle, I guess. Yeah. But I think you're right. I think if, if, if there's some monetary benefit Confirm. to it right? yeah. this definitely would why well, it will change already it, it will, will change everyone's mindset yeah. already if they can find jobs if they open up jobs uh. yeah. <laughs> jobs 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 exactly 
based on the LGBTQ community. <laughs> wow, that's, that's interesting. Does it feel like we're exploiting them? No, we're not exploiting anyone. This is just an idea out there for some um, clever organization, resourceful no, organization. Okay. It, it just shows, okay, it will just show that is the government really talking about the needs of the people or, you know, it just doesn't see a benefit money, like economically to have it. It's it's not I mean if there's no incentive there then like okay well then we just see what people think. You know but what? if there is an incentive there and if they do change because of there's an incentive, then you know that that's where the priority is, yeah. right? Yeah. I think if we all like like our ministers tell us to like touch our hearts and and think and feel, I think we know the, the answer deep down of what <laughs> will happen if um, money is involved. <laughs> or if, if money can be involved. If you think that if you if we had a now if we had like a nationwide poll on whether to repeal 377A. Not legalize gay marriage, I just repeal 377A. Yeah. What do you think the outcome will be? I don't think you'll get repealed. I think it'll be a resounding mm. no. I think it'll be like a 55 to 45% in favor of not repealing. In favor of not repealing? Yeah. Yeah, I also think it won't be repealed like resoundingly. Uh, because people don't care, yeah. don't care as much. There's nothing at stake. Yeah, they, it doesn't affect them if... It doesn't affect their wallets. Either way, yeah. Either way, it doesn't affect them. Yeah, so they... That's the problem, lah. That's how... You, that's two ways of looking at it. It doesn't affect them, so we just leave it the same. Or if it doesn't affect them, then just repeal it, lah. Because, like, if it doesn't affect them, then what's the point of it being there? No, if it, reflect, if it repeals, then it affects them greatly because then how are they going to explain to their children about what... You know, it's what just the lazy, man. But repealing the law lazy. doesn't mean anything, right? You, 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 you don't tell me that now parents tell the kids... Oh, you cannot be gay because it's illegal. Yeah, I don't yeah. think so, right? <laughs> no, but I've seen it. I've seen it. They say, "Oh, why am I going to tell my par- my kids, huh, that this behavior is normal?" Blah blah. blah. But yeah, is it's them, repeating, it's them repeating the law doesn't doesn't mean it's normal. Right? It's just it's just making it's just removing something that is not even enforced. Yeah, that's that's the problem. If if it's enforced, then like then it's something different, right? It's not even enforced, then like. Why, not, why is it there? They say that if it's not enforced, then then you know um LGBTQ community can go out in in full force and and I don't know this this and bang on the streets. That, yeah, <laughs> and there's whole hands and then how am I gonna tell my but, kids? But they really what, do what that. Happens no one when says they hands? Yeah, it's, it's true. Like we we as an Asian society don't really say anything anyway. I think there's a lot of like, a lot okay. of like over the top reactions I and think very dramatic. Like, yeah, even yeah. like you said, right? If nobody cares, why we build it? Like why why not just repeal it? And I think the problem is just that nobody cares yeah. as much. Enough. Not enough. Yeah, enough. enough. Yeah. There are people who care, yes, but not enough. Not deep enough. And that is the Or not enough people care also. Like there are people both, who both care ways. deeply. Yeah. 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 And I think that's a sad thing about this. It's like and in terms of the parenting thing, I think it's just a lot of people like it comes to my earlier point also about looking t- towards the, the government to make f- to help us make a moral stand is that we are just so like the, we look at the government as our really daddy you know their ultimate daddy like we they they parent us and we look to them f- to parent our children like a lot of parents look to government to come up with policies and educational material to, to parent children for them and that has led to people not caring so much about many issues. And I think like even for us, like I I feel that if we did not get a chance to study overseas or be exposed to the people that we've been exposed to, like for like Nigel and I, we were in 
I think Polly, like Mascom, I think our group of people are quite open yep. and uh, di- have a diverse opinion and we went overseas to study and that also helped shape our worldview. And I think if we look at people who, f- like Singaporeans who follow that normal education route or that normal life that um, that the government wants them to follow, it, a lot of them won't think the way that we do as well. Mm. And... And it's so hard to account for that um, unless we like open up the conversation. But also how we open up the conversation is another story altogether. Ultimately, that's a reality that we live in. Uh, and we have to yeah, figure I, out a way to... I think it all stems from day-to-day interactions slowly. You know, once mm. once. It's it's a it's a it's a big task la, but I feel that the more people you know that are gay, then there's higher chance there is to realize that you know they're just gay people or whatever, are just or straight people are not too different, and you know they you relate to the person if it's your family or your friends, if it's someone that's very close to you, which is I mean a lot of people know gay people already. It's just that. Yeah, I I think it's just that willingness not to ha- that willingness to have a conversation is not there also, like. Like even, in a lot of people in a lot of people's families, like there is like there could be a gay person, but everyone everyone kind of knows it in the back of their head, but they don't acknowledge it and they don't talk about it, mm. which is such a, so they're not willing to have that conversation and that is holding a lot of people back that progress back is that conversation and then when we have that conversation on national media like for my guardian angel then is that kind of conversation like this is the kind of conversation we're having like a gay pedophile std thing like, yeah. like these are things that enter families bedrooms and not really that positive acknowledgement of um that character which yeah. i think uh free to air channel like channel 8 should have that responsibility to make it a more positive thing, promote some positivity within that conversation. Um, because that conversation is not happening and we don't want from that zero to one to be a negative mm. thing. We want that zero to one right. to be a more positive thing. Yeah. Yeah. Having said that, right, are you guys, do you count your guys, uh, yourselves as um, allies of the LGBTQ community? <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, what what does it mean? What, to what, be an what does ally? it mean to be an ally? Like I yeah, feel what that does it mean? I feel that yeah, three seven seven a should be repealed, hmm. and I feel that you should be allowed to allowed to get married if you are both consenting adults. Yeah. Then why not? Like if you love each other and consent and are consenting adults, then why not? That's my that's my opinion. But I understand that you know that's what that's not what a lot of people think. I'm kind of like afraid to call myself an ally because <laughs> <laughs> because I mean I do support like like Vince said I do support um, the law being repealed this and that this and that but I think to be an ally I feel like I have to do more I have to be mm. more active in that community to help push the conversation forward and, and I'm not doing it one thing is because it doesn't affect me yeah Um. to be honest it really doesn't affect me and second is just I don't care that much. Hmm. Like I, I feel like I should. Yes, it's a it's an it's a important um 
conversation that we should not criminalize this, but it doesn't affect me to, to care that much, to have mm. that skin in the game to do it. And I think that's why I would, I would say I'm a supporter of things, but I'm not that much of an ally. Mm. Um, because I think there's a lot more to do and I'm not, and I'm not doing it. Yeah, I think neither am I. I'm not like going out and... Yeah you know I mean, protesting anything or like <laughs> posting on social media and stuff but if you like yeah if you ask me, ask me from my point of view that's what i feel that should should be done yeah, yeah. but yeah uh, i mean I, I would like a pink dot post uh, i like i like posts here and there but i don't really go out there too but but what what i have done before is like have a if it's a family dinner or if it's like a group of friends talking about it then you can express why you feel it's right or why you feel mm. that it shouldn't be uh, a crime yeah you know so that's that's I think that's how you you can start la, by by just not sweeping it under the, the carpet when you have the chance to talk about it yeah I, I definitely agree I think we are too used to sweeping things under the carpet um, that things that we are wrong because our parents say it's wrong then we're like okay then I won't talk about it yeah Um. Def- definitely times have changed and it's up to us to shape that conver- help shape that conversation um, it takes effort you need to care about it but ultimately it's for the betterment of not only the, not only society in general but just like your family your friends your, your circle because it all starts with your your more immediate circle your smaller circle and then that's how it expands what do you uh, think Nigel are you an uh, ally <laughs> are you an ally Self-reflection time. No, um, no, I wouldn't flag? consider myself an ally because there, are, I, just, I like YJ said, I still have a long way to go. And uh, uh, when YJ was talking, I was when you two were talking, I was just thinking back about my my own um like journey as to how I I see myself as a supporter of the LGBTQ community, and I I realized that there were things that I've said in the past that uh not ally like <laughs> so. I think I we have all to have uh, to a certain extent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, growing up also, like, uh, saying someone is gay is also seen was seen as an insult, and that I would use as well. So, it's just recognizing that law and knowing that even, even, eliminating that is also a step in the right direction, lah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I remember in secondary school we used to call like, "Oh, that's so gay, that's so gay." Yeah, and it's just like <laughs> a insult kind of thing. Yeah, and it and it and it took a it took an experience with someone who was gay to to change my mind about that. Mm. What, what, and then what, I, what did he say? You he, he was like you know that's quite that's kind of disrespectful mm. uh, to yeah. be using that term. Uh, uh, openly, openly. Oh no, no, it was a girl. It was like yeah, she was a lesbian, and she said like you know you mm. use the word gay openly like that. Mm. Uh, and it's it's you're like it's derogatory lah. You know you're 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 kind of saying you're happy has a, there's a negative connotation to it as 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 we we say about everything you know like uh like oh man it's raining it's so gay it's like it's just, it's just like yeah. it's, it's kind of stupid <laughs> yeah. stuff like that yeah. which we found like very funny last time and <clears throat> then you know you kind of realize that by saying this you're normalizing it and then you're yeah. you're making it okay to say and then you you feel it's okay to say then other people might feel it's okay to say and then you're just perpetuating this negative uh this negative connotation to the word. So just by removing that word from my like vocabulary or whatever is then it doesn't really affect my life at all that much. 
But I know mm. that at least it's not hurting other people when I'm saying it. And it's also stopping other people when they say it, which I, I know I haven't done. Because there were yeah. recent examples. Oh, actually, that's, that's quite hard. It. That's quite hard. Because, yeah. like, in, yeah, in some of my group, friend, group of friends, like, people have said it recently, and I, and I didn't yeah. really say anything about it when they said it. Yeah. That's why yeah. I'm not a, an ally yet. So I think I need to step work up. on that we part. All, we yeah. all need to we step up in the sense. Um, need to, need yeah. to stop there and be like, come, let me, let's sit down and have a let's, conversation. Let, let's have a, yeah, <laughs> let's have a conversation. Come on the podcast and let's talk. Yeah. <laughs> but I also think for this, I know I've, I personally feel for this community, like a lot of people feel like there are a lot of, like you're stepping on eggshells when you talk, talk about this mm. topic. True. And I think the conversation should be more open to educating rather than cancelling. Um, mm, yeah. Because, like, I think, like, a lot of times you think twice about what to say because you're afraid to get cancelled even by your friends and yeah. it feels like you're walking on eggshells but in the end, you have to be able to speak your mind and that's the best way to know that you're, what you're saying is not right and also yeah. to the opportunity for people to know that um, what you're thinking and how you can actually edu- be educated and change because mm. now if all of us just like afraid to get cancer and, and that we're stepping on eggshells we just all shut up about it yeah. then we just we st- we're still having that conversation but in our heads mm. and I think also I guess the community also has a part to play in terms of opening up the conversation um, yeah. in general because I personally feel like sometimes I'm walking on eggshells for some things on some topics um, but that can't always be the case because then the conversations will be a lot more limited and with that <laughs> I think that's and a, with that thank you for a good... our discussion um, I think the key takeaway is that the pink dollar uh, <laughs> <laughs> what's that the key takeaway <laughs> I don't know for me I mean like you build a rainbow colored building uh, <laughs> rainbow well color. I guess that was the key takeaway <laughs> let's try to monetize it so the government will be would, will it definitely it is value. a unique takeaway it's a unique yeah. takeaway that right. I have not seen anywhere away. else <laughs> okay this how about this if, if gay marriage is legalized means more people would fly here for weddings, therefore booking up wedding venues, therefore helping our economy. Yeah, exactly. Wedding yeah. fair, oh my god. Okay, yeah. wedding fair. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it is it is a beneficial to our economy. Yeah. This I mean, Singapore can be the hub of gay marriage in Southeast Asia. Yeah. We have to beat Thailand, but that's okay. Yeah. We, I Thailand and Taiwan, dude, the, the, oh, yeah. the competition yeah. is increasing. Yeah. So I believe in Singapore we can But Singapore <laughs> MBS nice view. Exactly. Yeah, turn the whole true, turn the whole spaceship thing on the top of the boat to like a rainbow colored boat during Pride mm. Month. Oh, they yeah. have like some festival up there like like the one they have in Brazil. Wow. Oh. Oh, hey guys. <laughs> it's an idea. Okay, putting it out there we'll somewhere. Yes. Yeah, someone please, please invest. Yeah, if you do think of this idea, you actually turn it um, to reality, please tag us. At <laughs> Turkish, <laughs> that's all we're asking for. Um, oh, I know what you should do. Like a cryptocurrency called a pink dollar made in oh Singapore. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that, that's all for, for the ideas. With us. Um, yes, if you're smart enough to carry out our plans, yeah. please do. Yeah. And just let us know. Come on yeah. to the podcast, tag us. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, if you like this episode, please share with a friend. Share with someone <laughs> who thinks so. <laughs> we'll benefit from this idea or um, this conversation at least. This is mm. a, this yeah. has been a introspective um, conversation for us at least. And yeah, and, thanks and, for And if you feel that there's if there's anything here that you think we should have covered or you, you disagree with or you know you agree with, you, you can just let us know. Like send us a DM. On Instagram. Or, or come on, come on our podcast. Yeah, come on yeah, our podcast. Okay. We, we will talk about it. We will most likely backtrack on what we said. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> we most likely will apologize immediately. Yeah. Um, and delete the episode. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, just let us know. Yeah, we, we, are, yeah. we, are, we are just soft boys. Yep. We'll issue a correction. <laughs> we're spineless soft boys. <laughs> that will okay. pofma ourselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't, don't fear. We, we are very good with the pofma thing on ourselves. Yep. Okay, thank you guys. Thank you. See y'all.